0: Poems, Series 1, by Emily Dickinson, Part 4, Time and Eternity. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Part 4, Time and Eternity. 1. One dignity delays for all, One mitered afternoon. None can avoid this purple none evade this crown coach it insures and footmen chamber and state and throng bells also in the village as we ride grand along what dignified attendance what service when we pause how loyally at parting their hundred hats they raise how pomp surpassing ermine when simple you and i present our meek escutcheon and claim the rank to die 2. Too late. Delayed till she had ceased to know, Delayed till in its vest of snow Her loving bosom lay, An hour behind the fleeting breath, Later by just an hour than death. Oh, lagging yesterday, Could she have guessed that it would be? Could but a crier of the glee Have climbed the distant hill, Had not the bliss so slow a pace? Who knows but this surrendered face, were undefeated still oh if there may departing be any forgot by victory in her imperial round show them this meek unparalleled thing that could not stop to be a king doubtful if it be crowned three astra Departed to the judgment, a mighty afternoon, Great clouds like ushers leaning, creation looking on, The flesh surrendered, cancelled, the bodiless begun, Two worlds, like audiences, disperse, and leave the soul alone. 4. Safe in their alabaster chambers, Untouched by morning and untouched by noon, Sleep the meek members of the resurrection, Rafter of satin. And roof of stone. Light laughs the breeze in her castle of sunshine, babbles the bee in stolid ear, Pipe the sweet bird in ignorant cadence. Ah, what sagacity perished here! Grand go the years in the crescent above them, Worlds scoop their arcs and firmaments row, Diadems drop and dodges surrender, Soundless as dots on a disk of snow. 5. On this long storm the rainbow rose, on this late morn the sun, the clouds, like listless elephants, horizons straggled down. The birds rose smiling in their nests. The gales indeed were done, alas, how heedless were the eyes on whom the summer shone. The quiet nonchalance of death no daybreak can bestir, the slow archangel's syllables must awaken her six from the chrysalis my cocoon tightens colors tease i'm feeling for the air a dim capacity for wings degrades the dress i wear a power of butterfly must be the aptitude to fly meadows of majesty concedes and easy sweeps of sky so i must baffle at the hint and cipher at the sign and make much blunder if at last I take the clue divine. 7. Setting Sail Exultation is the going of an inland soul to sea, past the houses, past the headlands, into deep eternity. Bred as we among the mountains, can the sailor understand the divine intoxication of the first league out from land? 8. Look back on time with kindly eyes, He doubtless did his best. How softly sinks his trembling son in human nature's west. Nine. A train went through a burial gate, a bird broke forth and sang, And trilled and quivered and shook his throat, Till all the churchyard rang, And then adjusted his little notes and bowed and sang again. Doubtless he thought it meet of him to say good to men. 10. I died for beauty, but was scarce adjusted in the tomb, when one who died for truth was lain in an adjoining room. He questioned softly why I failed. For beauty, I replied. And I for truth. The two are one, we brethren are, he said. And so, as kinsmen met at night, we talked between the rooms until the moss had reached our lips and covered up our names. 11. Troubled about many things. How many times these low feet staggered, only the soldierly mouth can tell. Try, can you stir the awful rivet? Try, can you lift the hasps of steel? Stroke the cool forehead— hot so often lift if you can the listless hair handle the adamantine fingers never a thimble more shall wear buzz the dull flies on the chamber window brave shines the sun from the freckled pane fearless the cobweb as swings from the ceiling indolent housewives in daisy's lane twelve real i like a look of agony Because I know it's true. Men do not shame convulsion, Nor simulate a throw. The eyes glaze once, and that is death, Impossible to feign. The beads upon the forehead, By homely anguish strung. Thirteen. The funeral. That short potential stir The each can make but once, That bustle so illustrious, tis almost consequence is the eclat of death, oh thou unknown renown that not a beggar would accept had he the power to spurn fourteen I went to thank her, but she slept her bed a funnelled stone with nosegays at the head and foot that travellers had thrown, who went to thank her. But she slept. T'was short to cross the sea, To look upon her like alive, But turning back, T'was slow. Fifteen. I've seen a dying eye Run round and round a room In search of something, as it seemed, Then cloudier become, And then obscure with fog, And then be soldered down, Without disclosing what it be. T'was blessed to have seen 16. REFUGE The clouds their backs together laid, the north begun to push, the forest galloped till they fell, the lightning skipped like mice, the thunder crumbled like a stuff, how good to be safe in tombs where nature's temper cannot reach, nor vengeance ever comes. 17. I never saw more, I never saw the sea, Yet know I how the heather looks, and what a wave must be. I never spoke with God, nor visited in heaven. Yet certain am I of the spot, as if the chart were given. 18. Playmates God permits industrious angels afternoons to play. I met one, forgot my schoolmates, all for him straightway. God calls home the angels promptly at the setting sun. I missed mine. How dreary marbles after playing crown. 19. To know just how he suffered would be dear. To know if any human eyes were near to whom he could entrust his wavering gaze until it settled firm on paradise. To know if he was patient, part content, Was dying as he thought, or different? Was it a pleasant day to die? And did the sunshine face his way? What was his furthest mind of home, or God? Or what the distance say, At news that he ceased human nature on such a day? And wishes, had he any? Just his sigh, accented, had been legible to me. And was he confident until ill fluttered or out in everlasting well? And if he spoke, what name was best, what first, what one broke off with at the drowsiest? Was he afraid or tranquil? Might he know how conscious consciousness could grow till love that was and love too blessed to be meet and the junction be eternity? 20. The last night that she lived, it was a common night except the dying. This to us made nature different. We noticed smallest things, things overlooked before, by this great light upon our minds, italicized as twere that others could exist, while she must finish quite a jealousy, for her arose so nearly infinite We waited until she passed. It was a narrow time. Too jostled were our souls to speak. At length the notice came. She mentioned and forgot. Then lightly as a reed, Bent to the water, shivered scarce, Consented and was dead. And we, we placed the hair And drew the head erect. Then an awful leisure was our faith to regulate. 21. THE FIRST LESSON Not in this world to see his face Sounds long until I read the place Where this is said to be. Be just the primer to a life Unopened, rare, upon the shelf Clasped yet to him and me And yet my primer suits me so. I would not choose a book to know then That be sweeter wise. Might someone else so learned be And leave me just my ABC, Himself could have the skies. 22. The bustle in a house, The morning after death, Is solemnness of industries Enacted upon earth. Is sweeping up the heart, And putting love away, We shall not want to use again Until eternity. 23. I reason earth is short, and anguish absolute, and many hurt, but what of that? I reason we could die, the best vitality cannot excel decay, but what of that? I reason that in heaven, somehow, it will be even, some new equation given, but what of that? 24. Afraid? Of whom am I afraid? Not death, for who is he, the porter of my father's lodge? As much abasheth me of life? T'were odd, I fear a thing that comprehendeth me. In one or more existences at deity's decree. Of resurrection? Is the East afraid to tress the morn with her fastidious forehead, as soon impeach my crown? 25. Dying. THE SUN KEPT SETTING, SETTING STILL, NO HUE OF AFTERNOON UPON THE VILLAGE I PERCEIVED, FROM HOUSE TO HOUSE, twas NOON, THE DUSK KEPT DROPPING, DROPPING STILL, NO DEW UPON THE GRASS, BUT ONLY ON MY FOREHEAD STOPPED, AND WANDERING IN MY FACE. MY FEET KEPT DROWSING, DROWSING STILL, MY FINGERS WERE AWAKE, YET WHY SO LITTLE SOUND MYSELF, UNTO MY SEEMING MAKE? How well I knew the light before, I could not see it now. Tis dying, I am doing, but I'm not afraid to know. 26. Two swimmers wrestled on the spar until the morning sun, when one turned smiling to the land. O God, the other one! The stray ship's passing spied a face upon the waters borne, with eyes in death still begging raised and hands beseeching throne 27 the chariot because I could not stop for death he kindly stopped for me the carriage held but just ourselves and immortality we slowly drove we knew no haste and I had put away my labor and my leisure too for his civility we passed the school where children played; their lessons scarcely done We passed the fields of gazing grain, we passed the setting sun, we paused before a house that seemed a swelling of the ground, the roof was scarcely visible, the cornice but a mound. Since then, to centuries, but each feels shorter than the day, I first surmised the horses' heads were toward eternity. Twenty-eight. She went as quiet as the dew from a familiar flower. Not like the dew did she return at that accustomed hour. She dropped as softly as a star from out my summer's eve, Less skilful than levier. It's sore to believe. 29. Resurgum At last to be identified, at last the lamps upon thy side, the rest of life to see, past midnight, past the morning star, past sunrise. Ah, what leagues there are between our feet and day. 30. Except to heaven she is not, except for angels lone, except to some wide-wandering bee, a flower superfluous blown, except for winds provencal except by butterflies unnoticed as a single dew, that on the acre lies the smallest housewife in the grass, yet take her from the lawn, and somebody has lost the face that made existence home. 31. Death is a dialogue between the spirit and the dust. Dissolve, says death, the spirit. Sir, I have another trust. Death doubts it. Argues from the ground, the spirit turns away, just laying off for evidence, an overcoat of clay. 32. It was too late for man, but early yet for God. Creation impotent to help, but prayer remained our side. How excellent the heaven, when earth cannot be had. How hospitable then the face of our old neighbor, God. 33. Along the Potomac When I was small, a woman died. Today, her only boy went up from the Potomac, His face all victory. To look at her, how slowly the seasons must have turned, Till bullets clipped at an angle, and he passed quickly round. If pride shall be in paradise, I never can decide or their imperial conduct no person testified but proud in apparition that woman and her boy pass back and forth before my brain as ever in the sky thirty four the daisy follows soft the sun and when his golden walk is done sits shyly at his feet he waking finds the flower near wherefore marauder art thou here because, sir, love is sweet. We're the flower, thou the sun. Forgive us if, as days decline, we nearer steal to thee, enamored of the parting west, the peace, the flight, the amethyst, night's possibility. Thirty five. Emancipation. No rack can torture me. My soul's at liberty. Behind this mortal bone there knits a boulder, one you cannot prick with saw, nor rend with scimitar. Two bodies, therefore, be, bind one, one will flee. The eagle of his nest no easier divest and gain the sky than mayest thou. Except thyself may be thine enemy. Captivity is consciousness, so's liberty. 36. Lost. I lost a world the other day. Has anybody found? You'll know it by the row of stars around its forehead bound. A rich man might not notice it, yet to my frugal eye, of more esteem than ducats. Oh, find it, sir, for me. 37. If I shouldn't be alive when the robins come, give the one in red cravat a memorial crumb. If I couldn't thank you, being just asleep you will know i'm trying with my granite lip thirty eight sleep is supposed to be by souls of sanity the shutting of the eye sleep is a station grand down which on either hand the hosts of witness stand Morn is supposed to be by people of degree the breaking of the day morning has not occurred that shall aurora be, east of eternity. One with the banner gay, one with the red array, that is the break of day. 39. I shall know why, when time is over, and I have ceased to wonder why, Christ will explain each separate anguish in the fair schoolroom of the sky. He will tell me what Peter promised, and I, for wonder at his woe, I shall forget the drop of anguish that scalds me now, that scalds me now. 40. I never lost as much but twice, and that was in the sod. Twice have I stood a beggar before the door of God. Angels, twice descending, reimbursed my store. Burglar, banker, father, I am poor once more. End of. Part 4, Time and Eternity, of Poems, Series 1, by Emily Dickinson. End of Poems, Series 1, by Emily Dickinson. Read for LibriVox.org, by Schertigal.